Welcome to Call Jeshurun, a podcast from Congregation B'nai Jeshurun, a vibrant and flourishing Reformed Jewish community in Short Hills, New Jersey. Welcome. I am Rabbi Matthew Gewertz. Call Jeshurun is where you can come to engage with teachings of relevant wisdom and music. You will hear from our clergy, staff, and guest speakers who will help bring meaning into a world that so badly needs it. If you would like to learn more about our congregation, please visit us at tbj.org. Stephen, we need to shut it all down. No one in, no one out. I remember vividly walking into my husband's home office and saying these words. It was March 13, 2020, and while there was a lot of uncertainty in my world, What was clear to me was that for my family's health and safety, we needed to go into quarantine immediately. We decided from the beginning to trust the medical experts. That first month was crazy. We spent over an hour wiping down every grocery item that got delivered. I'm sure you all did the same. We didn't leave our home except to go into our backyard or on walks. Zoom cocktail hours, online mahjong, Zoom yoga, and basketball were still novel back then. As the tediousness of the pandemic wore on, we started to adjust our lifestyle while holding steadfast to following the CDC guidelines. We assumed that my husband, Stephen, was high risk. I had assumed that myself and our boys, 12 and 9 years old, would only have a mild reaction if we got it. But we all agreed that we would do everything we could to keep it out of our house. At first, we found the silver lining in all this madness. The quarantine gave us an opportunity to spend a lot of quality time with our kids. Stephen held a daily wiffle ball home run derby in our backyard. We found the TV show The Goldbergs, which we binge watched as a family. Holden took up baking, and Thurston focused his attention on improving his pitching. As the pandemic wore on, the painful experience of homeschooling and the repetitiveness of each day became difficult to tolerate. We agreed the boys needed some more social interaction and physical activity for their mental health. So we made some accommodations to get through the long, cold winter months. The boys would be allowed to participate in small social events or sports activities outdoors and masked indoors. As the news of the vaccine broke, I could feel our family's spirits uplift. There was a light at the end of this long, dark tunnel. Finally, a path out of this madness, a way back to normalcy. Stephen and I got appointments a week apart. We were so excited. I had tears of joy as I saw pictures of Stephen getting his shot. So much stress relief all at once. It was almost 12 months to the day from my shut it down declaration that we both became fully vaccinated. We celebrated by going out to dinner at Finn and Summit, our first time eating indoors at a restaurant in over a year, and it was so much fun. Two weeks later, Holden, our older son, had a semifinal playoff basketball game for Milburn. All season long, he had worn a KN95 mask while playing basketball. He never complained. But now, with both Stephen and I fully vaccinated, we allowed him to play without a mask for the first time. It was the first real time that we let our guard down in over a year. It was as if COVID was waiting for our family to mess up. The next four months of our family's life was a total disaster. When Holden first tested positive, we immediately sent him into quarantine in his room. At 12 years old, my son was alone in his room for 10 days, three of those with a high fever. 
I couldn't comfort him in the way I would normally. We would leave his food and medicine outside his room and FaceTime often. I only entered double masked with gloves and a face shield to check his temperature and oxygen levels. He was scared. At first, Thurston, our younger son, tested negative, so we allowed him to stay amongst us. Thurston was very emotional when he heard that Holden was positive. He was nervous about getting COVID because all he had heard over the past year was how deadly this virus was. Three days later, Thurston complained of a headache. Uh-oh, we tested him and he was now positive. So we put him in his room in quarantine. Both Stephen and I had tested negative. Two days later was the first night of Passover. In April of 2020, we celebrated Passover via Zoom with our extended family. This past April, we had planned to be together in person. We felt defeated, but we set up a very socially distant quarantine Passover meal outside for the four of us. As disappointing as it was not to be reunited with family, it was an important reminder of our tradition. A few days later, I felt a sore throat as I was lying in bed. No way, I can't have COVID, I am vaccinated. Besides, I couldn't count how many times I had wrongly convinced myself that I had COVID these past few months due to some small feeling in my body. So I decided to go to sleep, feeling confident I would wake up feeling much better in the morning. Another false alarm I told myself as I dozed off. But when I woke up in the morning feeling worse symptoms, I realized that this was not the case. I quickly took a home COVID test and was positive. How could this be? Stephen was still negative, but he had been exposed to a lot of viral load in the past week. We didn't know what to do. At the advice of doctors, Stephen checked into a hotel nearby. With Stephen out of the house, we were all free to leave our rooms. I was one of the first breakthrough cases in our area, and no one really knew how I was going to feel. I was in shock that it happened to me. My body aches were awful, but I kept convincing myself that it wasn't that bad because my doctor said all I would have was a minor cold. I was taking care of both of my kids at the time, so I could barely focus on myself. When the 10-day quarantine period ended for Holden and Thurston, Stephen moved back into the house. He had tested negative multiple times. The vaccine worked for Stephen, but Holden's and my battle with COVID was just beginning. Although most children have a minor reaction to COVID, the virus hit Holden very hard. We thought after his initial 10 days of active COVID, he would recover quickly and resume his normal activities. That did not happen. It took him about four months to recover. The virus settled in his lungs, muscles, and joints. With physical exertion, Holden became extremely fatigued and struggled to catch his breath. He became, it became so bad that he even struggled to climb the one-story staircase in our home. His normal pre-COVID days were routinely filled with multiple sports activities. It was not uncommon for him to go on six-mile runs, and now he couldn't even climb our stairs. He tried to go back to his baseball team, but he couldn't play. He couldn't make it through full days of school without fatigue and brain fog. We had to completely shut him down from sports and many other aspects of his life. It was, a, it was painful to experience because we didn't know when it would end. Our pediatrician sent us to the pediatric post-COVID care program at St. Barnabas because they didn't know how to help us. Doctors would tell us, we just don't know enough about COVID. They took 14 vials of blood to test for everything, but it was all negative. His echocardiogram and chest x-ray normal, but he was still getting winded from the short walk from the parking lot to the doctor's office. His muscles ached all the time and his hands and feet and face would just swell up and turn red for no reason. 
we had to find out what was causing this extreme fatigue and inflammation. Finally, the pediatric pulmonologist diagnosed the problem. He put Holden on a heavy dose of oral steroids for 10 days. The steroid treatment helped Holden turn the corner physically. He began rigorous PT to build his stamina and strength. He began participating in sports again, which was wonderful to see. That is his happy place. And while he has done well, he is still not back to 100%. My personal struggle with post-COVID symptoms has also been extremely challenging. I honestly thought I would have had a cold and been better within days. So when my body aches lingered for more than two to three weeks, I was frustrated. When headaches sent in and I had trouble finishing my sentences a month after COVID, I was frustrated. I excel, for the people that know me, at multitasking, managing my family, and running around all day. Prior to COVID, I worked out six days a week. Six weeks into my COVID diagnosis, I couldn't get dinner on the table for my family, organize my day, or walk the dog down the street. I found myself napping all day because my body didn't feel right. In addition to the brain fog, body aches, and fatigue, I developed vertigo as a result of the virus settling in my inner ear. It took time for me to find the right doctors who believed that there was something wrong and not to di dismiss my symptoms. Long COVID is often ignored. I'm still dealing with some lingering symptoms, but I'm mostly better. Even though I am a breakthrough case, I still believe it's extremely important to get vaccinated. I know it could have been worse. All throughout this time, Stephen was our rock. He kept this family running. Not only did he get the kids to and from school, cook dinner, and give Thurston a lot of attention every day, but he was there to listen to everything. He made us feel heard. He was bearing the weight of the family's struggles and trying to remain strong. I knew he was sad that his wife and son were exhausted all day. We weathered through and our marriage is stronger. Our love is stronger. He never left our side. He was so upset when we sent him to the hotel while we had COVID that he came every day and sat outside on our patio all day so he could be as close to us as he could. Tonight, I am grateful for my family's health. Holden has learned that he can overcome adversity and thrive. He is a fighter and always remains positive. I have learned that surrounding yourself with family and friends who are family is everything. Our community showed up when we needed them the most, and I am thankful for everyone's support. Throughout our entire COVID ordeal, we were very transparent with our friends, family, and community. We had nothing to hide. We recognized mistakes we made and wanted to hopefully prevent others from letting their guard down. I only hope that other families do not have to go through what we went through. I pray that this new surge of cases slows and our community remains healthy. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to this edition of Call Jeshurun. If you would like to learn more, visit our website at tbj.org and follow us on social media for updates on all our upcoming opportunities for engagement. We really hope to see you soon.